Greetings, Raider Nation, and welcome to the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show, show number 72, and boy, is it wild here in Raider Nation. It's wild because we've suffered through every possible human emotion through this offseason. I can't tell you enough. I mean, I'm going to go off on a venting spree here in just a second, but I'm not going to. First, I want to welcome all the new fans. I want to thank all the old fans, not that you're old, for tuning into the Raider Nation podcast. I'd like to encourage you all to click on to RaiderNationPodcast.com. Check out the site. Raider Randy has done a great job. We have uh, Raider News. We have links. Um, check it out. It's pretty interesting. We got some great photos in there. Vince Young. Um, anyway, check out the site. It's a cool thing. Let's not forget Podcast Alley. Because Charger Ray is back in there hammering his little fingers to the bone with all his uh, uh, I hate the Raiders.com, uh, RaiderGregSucks.com, the RaiderSucks.org, you know, those kind of things. Anyway, long story short, just vote Podcast Alley and keep the Raider Nation podcast up there in the ranks. Okay, today's show is going to be all about a trip through the silver and black Twilight Zone. Three top QBs that we could pick in the draft. We're going to talk a little bit about those guys. And yes, we have our first official asshole of the month and the first asshole of 2006. And you'll never guess who it is. And it's thanks to Raider Take for opening my eyes to this particular article. It actually is kind of funny. Ray Ratto continues to be the proverbial mouthpiece for the anti-Raider League, if there is such a thing. There's other Raider news I'll go over, and uh, there's definitely going to be some shouts out to the comments page. Uh, I love you guys. You're great. Uh, my wife and I spend every day looking at the comments. Randy does too, and I'm sure everyone else does too, but I, I just can't wait to to hear the frustration or the joy. You know, the emotions come clear, and you'll see through the comments section when I get there that, uh, well, that's what happens. So, well, before I get into that first story, I have to say this. Why did the Raiders re-sign Derek Gibson? Yes, we have the proverbial word on the toe, the one that shoulda, coulda, and woulda, but didna do anything that he was supposed to. First-round draft pick, safety, Derek Gibson. Need I say more? Let me just say a little bit about Derek this isn't a negative thing. You guys all know exactly what I'm saying. He takes the worst angle on tackles. He's poor at coverage. He leaves way too much space between him and the receiver from the very beginning and hasn't changed a bit. Well, we resigned him. Maybe he's gone through some kind of metamorphosis. Maybe he had to go home and talk to mom. I don't know. But I hope that we cut him um, in training camp somehow because... <laughs> I just don't get it. Okay, so I'm, I'm done with that, and I'm getting on to the first star. Okay. This offseason is like a trip through the silver and black twilight zone, and ain't it the truth? By this time last season, we had ideas of Randy Moss, Lamont Jordan. They were all in the mix. We knew it was going to happen. It was almost a done deal. It was quick, it was clean, then Burgess, boom, we got some big-time names and some super talent on our team. I thought, and so did everyone else, it was going to be a 30-point-per-game. 
I really didn't think 30, but I thought a decent number, and at least we'd have some kind of showing in each of the games that we were going to play in. But no deal, <laughs> no deal at all. We all saw what happened, and the defense came up actually pretty big. So I know we have needs. I know the team has a lot of needs, and I, and I hear it and see it and talk about it all the time. But, you know, in this free agency, we haven't done very much. Let's see, what have we done? We signed Zach Crockett's brother, who hasn't played since '03, cut from the Bears and cut from the Falcons the two previous years. Well, I don't know if we'll pay him money, but I know that he'll be in training camp, and maybe we need a guy like that, and maybe that's good for him, and maybe he gets a paycheck, and Zach Crockett's brother, they're just helping each other out, and it's really not going to affect our team in a negative way. Um, that's what I'm thinking, and that's what I'm hoping. And at the very best, he could be an awesome player. He could have been injured. But I digress. We all know Al likes to get the the fast and big and uh, lean and, you know, fast guys. Fast, good athletes. That's who he likes to pick. Well, here's what's happened in the offseason, the first free agency. Nothing. We haven't gone out and signed anyone. And let me just go down a little list of people who've, who've, we've, who have come and gone. Okay? Patrick Ramsey went to the Jets. McGowan, who just came to the Raiders, decided that he wasn't going to play. And I'll get into that story in just... Well, I'll do it right now. McGowan, who came into the Raiders on Tuesday, uh, I evidently, from what he says, Al told him, you're going to be a one-year quarterback and you're going to be a stopgap, and that's it. Well, you know what? I wouldn't take that... Well, I would from right here. I'd take that job. But if I were him, I wouldn't take that job because it's not a good job to get. Uh, it's a one-year gig, and you don't know if you're going to hurt yourself. I mean, it's just all kinds of things in this contract for him that would suck. So he signed with the Lions. You gave him a chance to compete with a starting job. Gus Farratt went to the Rams. Drew Brees, of course, the Dolphins. Terrell Owens is going to Dallas. And McGinnis is with the Browns. Edron James went to the Cardinals. And let me tell you the one common factor in all these players. They all cost huge money five years six-year deals 60 70 million dollars okay unheard of money uh in the nfl until this year and there's not a whole lot of people talking about it but it's unbelievable and you know it's supposed to be assumed that it's okay because i got a new contract well i don't think al is okay with it because he's not going to go out there and spend all the money classically and tell me if i'm wrong raider fans al davis is one of these guys who waits for the dust to clear you know we've seen it before other people have been going through this this or in the other end of things al will do a surprise attack like he did with randy moss going quiet going before anybody knows going before anybody else is talking handle the business do your deal and then get the hell out that hasn't happened this season and I can tell you there's a couple of things that I've been throwing around. You know, Art Shell and Tom, I used to be the Mayor Walsh, have to set up their offense. These guys haven't seen football in a while. And I'm sure it's not going to be sit down with the erector set and throw together a play plan or a game plan. Because I'll tell you, as you know, it's a tough deal. If anybody can do it, we'd all be doing it. Now, there's a lot of us who understand football and the X's and O's. But this is a different realm. This is a different speed. This is a different 
This is different. You have to know your players. You have to know their positions. You know, and and you really don't can't read that until you get into camp. Long story short, Shell and Walsh haven't had time to do Jack. I'm sure they're working on it, but you know they're not close. You know, when my name comes up, or not my name, but a name that comes up is Lombardi. He's been Al's confidant for years, and he's a very sharp guy. If you ever listen to him on KNBR 1050 here in the Bay Area, excellent, excellent. He's a smart guy. He knows what he's talking about. Sometimes I disagree with him, but for all in all, he's a pretty sharp guy. And I believe that Al Davis and him are going to be the two to make the decisions in this draft. Now, I understand that uh, we're coming up on a pretty serious draft time. We ain't got no QB. And, you know, with Derek Gitson coming back, that sure gives me, a, you know, a hemorrhoid pain, thinking that Collins might resurface. Oh, please spare us. And there's been some articles about that, which I think are bull. And I'm not going for it, man, because I'll have to take a whole bottle of Prozac if that goes down. And you know what? It'll be a mass one because everybody will have to. Everybody in the Raider Nation, because, you know, we've seen every doggone emotion in humanity in this season. I think one of the highest points so far in this offseason, besides the Turner firing, was the Collins release. So here we got everybody pumped. All the sites are going crazy. Collins is gone. And then, boom. And I'm talking right then. He's back. It's like a Chucky movie. It's, it's like, you know, Friday the 13th all over again. And people were flipping out. And that had to have been the lowest low this offseason. And that happened within two weeks. And then again, Kerry Collins is cut. Finally, cut, clean, clean, cut. And not more than two and a half weeks later, we get the articles of he could be re-signed. I mean, this is a terrible nightmare i mean it's something i'm sure we're all in the same boat um it's something to talk about you gotta laugh about it i laugh you gotta laugh i i laugh i can't get emotional at this point um i will be bummed and i know the nation will be flipped out if this bonehead comes back the tin man stands in the back for the silver and black what a joke forget that Okay, so Al Davis hasn't made any moves. Of course not. Al Davis has a plan. In my eyes, and what I think, of course, a lot of people disagree with me, but I'm going to tell you anyway. You know why? Because I can. And I'm going to. And this is it. Al's got enough money saved up. He's got a silver bullet and a gun, and he's saving it for that great shot. And that great shot's going to be, it's going to be a player And I'm hoping, I'm thinking, it's going to be a quarterback. The McCowan program, when he talked about not being a one-year stopgap, to me that means that he's going to stand in there for one year while the new quarterback that we draft this season is going to be in there working on his game. And we do need a veteran quarterback. However, however, I think Al is going to go, there's two ways. I think he's going to go into the draft and draft a quarterback. Or, if it gets really bizarre, he could be trying to get a veteran so that Walter can step in and he'll use him 
and that's how that program will work. Walter will be the man, and we'll have this veteran on on the sideline. Well, and then I'll cut, I think they might cut Tui if we get uh, a draft too. So that'll be an interesting scenario. But I believe that we all can't freak out, and I mean freak out, until after the draft. And then if we have to freak out, well, gosh, dog it, we'll have to freak out as a group. And we'll freak out in the parking lot, and we'll do some more freaking out in the parking lot all season long. And you know what? I love this game, and I love this team. You know, there's nothing like being a Raider fan. Need I say more? You guys all know exactly what I'm talking about. I think the rest of the fans in the nation are fast asleep. I sure know that we're not fast asleep because how could you? How could you possibly be fast asleep? Okay, we're going to go to um, the brand new and improved and still champion asshole of the month. Yes, his name comes up once again from the San Francisco Chronicle, Ray Asshole Rattle. And he has come out with another article. And I want to say he's the first asshole of this year. So congratulations, Ray. Uh, You're standing true to your word and your funky little picture that's in your all your little articles. You look like a spoiled little biatch. And, uh, well, you know what? That's me. I'm harsh. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm really not. So his article goes on to talk about how, in ge- and this is in general, of course, how the Oakland Raiders, um, first the McGowan thing, Josh McGowan comes, um, McGowan, I, I got a cold, so I'm sorry. If it sounds like a G, it's a C. Um, they were looking at him to be the man, and then, of course, he leaves uh, the Raiders and then goes and gets another team immediately, like we're some kind of poison. And he's talking about us trading up for a quarterback, but really the article has to, has to the gist of it is how shitty we do a job of picking quarterbacks in the draft. And he goes down this litany of quarterbacks that we've been picking since 1973. And he goes on to say, and he's got all these numbers, and C. Ray Ratto's a real good guy with the numbers. He takes the numbers, and instead of, you know how the Raiders always skew the numbers towards the positive for the Raiders? Well, he does the absolute opposite, and he gets all the numbers, and he gets the worst numbers, and he makes it look as horrible as possible. Now, if you read this article and you didn't know about the team, you'd think we were the worst team in the world and never had won a championship. But, alas, one last bomb, bomb article by you, geek. Uh, We have, and uh, not too long ago, we are in the Super Bowl. We won the AFC West championship the last three years, and the 49ers have done nothing. Thank you very much. And you can take the San Francisco, which, of course, this is one of the reasons why the Raider Nation podcast started, because I was sick and doggone tired of the negative press that we were getting from local um, the local news, because it's all Niners. It's all Niners all the time. Or it's all Giants. Those are the choices you got. Now we have the A's and the Oaklands and the Bay Area, which happen to be my teams, the Oakland Raiders and the, the, uh, the Oakland A's. And they don't get no love here. <laughs> it's a trip. The A's get more than the Raiders do, but 
I tell you what, man, it's a battle to be a fan here in this area. But I digress. The three top QB picks for this draft are, of course, Matt Leinart, Jake Cutler, and the legendary, it's, he's got to come to the Raiders, Vince Young. So let me just eliminate one of these guys because I'll just do it right away. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler won't be a Raider because he does not play in the Raider. He does not play the Raider game. He didn't grow up playing that way. He's not that type of quarterback. He's a quarterback like Marcus Tuiasosopo. They compare him to Brett Favre and Matt Hasselback, who are both run and gun, short game, and once in a while a long, long toss of quarterbacks. He's a West Coast guy and. He's got a very strong, accurate arm, and he's a great kid. And he's, there's a lot, of talk, a lot of talk going on about this guy. Because he, as far as his history in college goes, Vanderbilt, which sucked, and plays in the SEC, which is pretty doggone tough. It's a tough division. Um, he, he threw for 250 yards in nine of his 11 games and 300 yards in six of those games. So he threw for at least three touchdowns in four games, totaling 21 touchdowns. And that is pretty awesome when you're talking about the SEC. That is a powerhouse division. There are some tough, you're talking about Florida, Florida State. I mean, there, there is a tough division. So this kid, he was, he was tested by fire, this guy. Um, so, but he's not a guy for the Raiders. You know, of course, I've talked about the Twilight Zone offseason. I am anything goes, and I want you guys to understand that. Anything goes. Because as far as I'm concerned, the way this season has been going, we could draft, you know, somebody's grandmother to be the quarterback. I don't know. It could happen. Um, because it's been so weird. It's been a weird season. But I digress. Now, Matt Leinart. Al Davis loves Heisman Trophy guys, and here he is, Heisman Trophy winner. First overall pick, but he got nudged out by Reggie Bush, which is good for us because it kind of pushes all the good guys down a little more. Um, as far as the, the thing that we need is quarterback. Um, he's six foot five, 225 pounds. He's got a great size, and he's consistent. He's got great vision. He makes excellent decisions. Um, he's never missed the game with an injury. Uh, he's not a runner. He is the set, he's the type of quarterback that we need in the Oakland Raiders. He is a pocket guy. He doesn't do much moving. However, he's very elusive, and he is a strong arm quarterback. He is great for the long ball, and he's a drop back passer. He's a five to seven step guy, and he would be great in the Oakland Raiders situation because that's the kind of game we play, and that's the kind of quarterback we need. Now, here's the big deal. Everybody's talking about Vince Young. Vince Young is the guy. He's athletic. He's Vince Young scares me. He scares he scares me as a Raider. He scares me because we have had and I'll be on, you know, just be honest folks. We have had a one or two bad picks as quarterbacks. Uh need I say Wilson? Can I I can go back and name a bunch of them. Let's not do it. Um Jeff George, <laughs> please. Um, but that's, we, we didn't draft him, of course, but I'll tell you, in the draft, we haven't done very well. I'm getting off subject, so let me get back to it. Vince Young, let's, 
He dominated college defenses because he was so athletic. He was huge. When people got their hands around him, he'd push him off. He's a big, strong player. Strong is the word here. This guy not only can throw a decent pass, his passes are weird. He's kind of got a sidearm sling pass, which isn't really optimal for the long ball. But I guess he can throw it because he has shown it in the, in, the, in the games that he's played. He tied the Texas school record, which is pretty tough. Um, so this kid is pretty awesome. But he's going to need to have a lot of training. You know, he he always takes the ball. He is his whole career. He's taken the ball. He hasn't taken it from under center. You know, it's always been the long snap. He's always he's always gotten the ball that way. So he's going to have to learn how to be more flexible and how to learn how how to play under the under the center because he's 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 kind of weird that way. You know, maybe our offense has to be that way. I don't know, but. Um, He's got a lot of learning to do, and that's why I'm kind of afraid to pick him. But you know what, Raiders? Anything would beat the Kerry Collins 10-man phenomena, and uh, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. So there you have it. Let's get down to the Raider news. There's a couple of things that are happening. Not only did we get Derek Brooks, uh, Derek Gibson, excuse me, back as uh, safety, which I'm totally bummed about. We have Aaron Brooks coming this week. He's going to be staying in Oakland on Monday, and on Tuesday he's scheduled to talk to Al Davis. And he was cut, of course, from the Saints. You know, I liked Brooks, but he was another very inconsistent quarterback as far as his passing is concerned and his games are very inconsistent. 56.4% of his passes who does that sound like? Sounds like the Tin, tin Man to me. Um, he did have a better passer rating, 79.7%. You know, but numbers, I've always said it, and I'll say it again, numbers can be um, very skewed. So you can't depend on the numbers. you got to look at the results, wins and losses. And the Saints, you know, they've had some good players. I've expected the Saints to do well a couple of times when, with Brooks, you know, they didn't do it. And I think that has a whole lot to do with it. He's six foot four, two 220 pounds. The last season, let's see, what did he have? 13 touchdowns, uh, seven runs of 20 yards or more in 85 games. Uh, he didn't do very well. In 2005, Brooks had 13 interceptions for the first time. Uh, he had more interceptions than pa than touchdowns. He had three touchdown passes in 2005. That's not a, a fair thing to say, of course, because, you know, they were... The New Orleans Saints got ripped off this year. That's it, period. You know, however you want to cut it up, however you want to take it down, the NFL did not take care of this team. And I was, for one, was kind of pissed off. If I was a Saints fan, I'd be really flipped out. Because the NFL has the money, and they should have put these guys in a, a decent facility. And uh, if you read anything about what happened after Katrina, you know, there's a, a lot more suffering, of course. And this is just football. But as far as the team goes and the reason they played so poorly, you know, they had a terrible time. It was terrible. The owner and the NFL, they left these players out there to dry. They paid them, but they sure didn't give them anything to practice on. And it was horrible. Long story short... 
You can't hold Brooks accountable for last season, really, because it was a crappy situation. I think maybe if they settled him down, if we could get him for a year for that stopgap, maybe that's what we need. I would, wouldn't mind seeing somebody new, even though it doesn't really excite me. It's more exciting than getting the Tin Man back. So there you go. Of course, we re-signed Jared Cooper. I'm really, really happy about that. Cooper is awesome. He's a great personality. Plus, he's a great player. He's a hard hitter. He's a great tackler. He can make a difference. He's young, and I think he'll do a good job for the Raiders this year. He played really well on the defense. We lost Ronaldo Hill, man. Went to Miami. $6 million deal. We couldn't pay him. But Miami could, and I liked Ronaldo Hill. He did a good job for us last season. I mean, a really good job. Um, we do. We have gone fishing a little bit now in the offseason. We did look at the Seahawks linebacker, Anthony Simmons. He missed all season because he had wrist problems. But he was a great player. He was tough. And we're also going to bring back Lenny Walls. Last year we took him in, and he failed his physical. But I think he might be ready to play. And um, I think he's a good cornerback, and we should let him try. Um, he came from the Broncos, so let's see what happens with that. Who knows, man? We gotta, we gotta be positive about everything, and I do mean every doggone thing that's going on here at the Raiders, because boy, it has been a tough, and I mean tough, off season so far for this team and these players. And this nation, for crying out loud. Now, if you guys haven't heard, and I'll tell you this is another Raider news i got to share with you. Jeff George has come out of the closet to offer Al Davis his services as a quarterback for the Oakland Raiders this season. Can you believe that? Are we... <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the weirdest season ever. Do you think Jeff George, Jeff George wants to come back and play for the Raiders? I hope Al Davis just shakes his hand and says, nice talking to you. Please, no. Uh, Jeff, I wouldn't mind you coming and singing a national anthem, but that's as close to the field as I want you to get. So there you go. Now we're going to the comments section. Yes, sirree. My favorite thing, really. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Okay, so let's see. You know, we talked a lot about Drew Brees being gone. We talked a lot about, well, we didn't talk a lot about it. But we talked about Drew Brees going to the Miami Dolphins. And Culpepper, of course, finally made his move. So... You know, people were flipped out about the quarterback situation. I'm going to start off with Tater. Tater comes in future quarterback. What are the odds of there There are no Saints? Uh, to New Orleans Saints may trade number two pick to the Raiders so we could come up and grab Matt Leinert or maybe even Vince Young. Well, Vince Young will be drafted lower, much lower, uh, Tater. And I think that, um, well, not much lower, but lower than Matt Leinart, that's for sure. He's going to go either two or three. And that's going to be the name of that. And whatever team wants him is going to have to go and get him. 
And we might do that with New Orleans. You know, we, we, New Orleans, we got, uh, we got a good relationship with them. Al Davis, who knows? Like I said, who knows? So I hope that happens. I hope we trade up and I hope we get Leinart because Leinart is who we need. That is the kid that will change the Raiders from this day, this season forward for the next several years. If Al makes that move, that's going to say two things. One, it's going to say, we're going for it, um, and I'm going to fill the stands up. And the, the stadium will fill up this season if we get Matt Leinart in Oakland. That's a for sure. He'll make money on this move. The second thing is that it'll say that the Raiders are here to stay in Oakland, which is something that I'm very, very, very cautiously optimistic about. So um, I really do hope they go up to get him because uh, we need him. And if we get him, that'll be an awesome addition to our team. You know, we're not going to Super Bowl, but man, what a chemistry that'll have, what'll make for the Raiders. Okay, the assassin. Uh, he comes in with Curious George. Uh, anyone heard the rumor of Jeff George contacted the Raiders? I just talked about that. No, thanks. We already have a leaderless hack for a QB for the last two seasons. That's exactly true. Uh, I used to call Kerry Collins the Jeff George experiment number two because it was the same thing. The headless QB. Nice arm, no head. And that's what George was too. Plus, George had that extra added thing of a bad attitude and just a little bit of whiny, cranky babiness in him. So, no, thanks, Jeff. I appreciate it. Come on and sing the national anthem, and then you can get your ass off the field. Okay, Silver Pirate comes in, and his subject matter is no. He didn't want McCowan coming in uh, for the Raiders. He didn't want him to play for him, and he didn't like him. He just thinks... That that's not going to happen. And he also doesn't want, he wants to squelch the rumors of them still negotiating with Kerry Collins. No, I, I'll tell you right now. Uh, I don't think that the, the Raiders are going to be going to have any, any, uh, any way that, that they, they can not talk to Kerry Collins. Uh, Kerry Collins is a, um, Oh, he's like a, ooh, he's a Klingon. He's a, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. He goes on here to say, are you freaking kidding me, McGowan? We're ready for another 4-12 season. Well, Silver Pirate, I got to agree with you. McGowan's gone anyway. I think, I think, I think that he would have been fine for a stopgap. Uh, he was an exciting quarterback, so I know what you're talking about as far as the future goes, but uh, he might have worked out for a season. Now, here's a, Tim Mo says that he liked the Josh McCowan um, situation. And he thought that might be exciting to see him as a Raider. But he's not sure because he's asking anybody else's opinion. And if he takes your opinion, well, there you go. <laughs> um, I think it would have been fine for a season, but he's not the answer. Uh, then, of course, the assassin comes back in. And ESPN just reported McCowan uh, inked a deal with the Lions. And that's another thing he talked about uh who who would want to sign for a one-year contract? And he's frustrated, too, because uh, some, somebody tell me there's intelligent design to this offseason. Because <laughs> uh, so far we picked up a linebacker who didn't play out all last season and a guard who failed his physical, and we're meeting with a backup tight end from Chicago. 
Yeah, well, that's true. We are meeting from a backup tight end from Chicago. That's because this is the new offense of the Raiders. We're going to look at tight ends again, too. You look at that. Watch Watch what I'm saying. You have to remember, he got new coaching, so that's going to make a difference. So don't think that uh, you th- you know all that we're going to get because we got, might get into the tight end market because we haven't had a good one for a while. Okay. New York Raider Tommy. Nightmares. I'm scared to go to sleep tonight because I really have a bad feeling that I'm going to have a nightmare. The nightmare is Kerry Collins back in a Raiders jersey for 06. I'm so scared I'm going to go to sleep and see KFC in the pocket taking all day to throw the ball. <laughs> I have I could have some vision I could have visions of him fumbling the ball and throwing for an interception. Man, dude, you need to seek professional help. I understand what you're feeling, and I had all those nightmares last year. I hate to admit it. Um and he's very frustrated. The New York Raider is frustrated. What the hell is going on? The Lions side of the QB, Miami gets a QB, and the Jets get another QB because they got Patrick Ramsey. What are the Raiders doing? The baddest mofos in the NFL. Our offseason plan is pathetic. Hey, you know what? I got to agree with you, man. So he's talking about we didn't make a move on one top free agent QB. Fellas, we're coming up to the the lint so far. Uh, lint. That's what he's talking about. You know that, man. You get down to the bottom of the dryer, and what is there? Lint. So, yes, I've had those nightmares, Tommy Raider, and I understand every doggone feeling you have. Well said, well put, good post. Okay. Tim Moe comes in with wary. Hey, guys. I, too, am getting wary about this offseason. However, it's important to take this here as a separate entity. I think the contrast comparison effect is coming into play here. Some of us last year still thought Kerry Collins could easily be the guy. And you know what? I didn't, but I was just hoping. And I think the whole Raider Nation was hoping that he could be the guy. Then we added Rennie Moss, Derek Burgess, Lamont Jordan, and others. It was ama- and it was an amazing offseason, which it was. And I talked about that. Uh, so far, this offseason has been terrible by comparison, absolutely. However, simply... It's slightly bad on its own. Just because we didn't jump on any chances doesn't mean we still can't come out a winner. And it's a good post, Tim Mo. Good job. He is getting a little nervous about the QB situation. He really wanted Culpepper with Debris and McCowan and other choices, but now they're all gone. So he asked right here which which one of these three quarterbacks, like in the story I said, Matt, Fence, or Jay, because those are the three I told you guys about. And that's who we got to be going for, I think. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, Silver Pirate comes in again with Brooks. Brooks is set to visit the Raiders on March 18th. Yes, he is. He's going to come in, and they, you know, he also talks here about finding, uh, signing Jared Cooper. I'm so happy about that. He is too. Um, uh, Silver Pirate says that he knows that many of us are hoping that we'll get Vince Young. But Mr. Brooks has many of the same traits that Young shares. Mobile, strong arm, pure athlete. I know he wasn't a great as a saint, but perhaps in Silver Black he can rejuvenate his career. Uh, sometimes a player just needs a fresh start. And um, this is who I'm hoping for. I live in Arizona, and I get to watch watch many Cardinals games. Trust me, guys, you don't miss anything about Josh McCowan. Well, there you go. 
Um, he saw Arizona, and he wasn't impressed with Josh McGowan. Well, there you go. I rest my case. Let's just bury the Josh McGowan situation because he wasn't the guy. And here's someone telling you that that's seen him all season long. Also, we have to look at Derek Brooks. I don't mind it. I mean, it could be a good thing. It's a, he's a veteran QB. We need one. I hope Al doesn't scare him away. Uh, here's Silver, Silver Pirate comes in again. Um, same thing. He just went ahead and copied it again. So that is what's happening in the comments section of the Raider Nation podcast. And I do encourage you guys to come on in again and check it out. It's a great site. It's a lot of things on here Randy has done, the news, uh, just all kinds of stuff. Check it out. There's a whole lot to see. And I'm going to go to the Frapper map here because my wife and I, I'm sure Randy loves this too. It's a great thing. And we got a couple of new Frappers uh, on here. I have to mention them. We got Osvaldo Ocampo from Long Beach. Check out his picture, man. He definitely is a Raider fan. Yeah, he's got all his garb on. He's looking good. Christian Acoff, he's uh, from St. Charles, Missouri. And he's another Raider fan. And I have to say, we have from Mission Viejo, the man. He comes in. He's got a great little thing. You should see his little cartoon. It's pretty cool. Uh, Wade Kennedy from Beamer, New England. Yes. And Dave Lewis from Clemsford, England, United Kingdom. There you go, man. Thank you for frapperin' with me. I appreciate it. I really do. And I want to thank the Raider Nation for tuning in to Raider Nation Podcast. Don't forget the podcast, Allie. And don't forget your open Raider tickets. Get out there. Get your tickets. Come on, man. We're going to need fans in them stands to make these games the best they can be. Because, you know, you got to be the 12th man. And there's nothing like a Raider parking lot, let me tell you. If you are even thinking about tickets or close to that decision, you better just jump right now while you can because there's no better time. It's going to be a great season. I don't care who we get in the draft. It's going to be a great season for the Oakland Raiders. And the reason it's going to be great is because your ass is going to be in the seats, it's going to be in the stands, and it's going to be in the parking lot, and we're all going to have a good time because that's what it's all about, Raider fans. It is all about the nation. It's all about the fun. It's all about the tailgates. God bless you all. I am out.